Welcome back to another episode of the Stephen and Stephen Show. I'm Stephen, and I'm joined by. I'm, I'm Stephen. I'm Stephen with a PH, not a and V. This is not a V. Neither one of us. Um, yeah. I got called. Uh, I had somebody the other day that literally responded to an email where my name said PH, and they put a V while talking to it. And I'm like, that Come happens on. to me regularly. Yeah, um, and I actually you're not even trying at this point. I'm sure that when people read your name, they frequently pronounce it Stefan. Am I right? Yeah. Stefan? I No. I blame Steph Curry for this because oh, he yes. mispronounces our name. Ugh. But he's such a pop culture icon that people think that's what that name is. That's mm-hmm. how it's pronounced. So I blame Steph. you, Steph. Or should You're I horribly say wrong. Steve? Yeah. Although I do have to say this. I did go by Steph in college. What? Not proud of not proud of that. But my first um my first trip away from home to the new college and playing on the college basketball team. Have I not told you this story before? No, this is brand new information to me. You went oh, man. to college? I need you to know something. There's a group of probably like 150 people on the planet who when they have memories of me, their memory is of Steph Hale. That's a real thing that exists. Oh there are my real people gosh. out there. That's I breaking went to, news. I, it's it's huge breaking news. I went to college and there was another guy on my basketball team that his name was <clears throat> his name was Steven. S-T-E-V-A-N. No, that's not a thing. And I don't understand this because we called him Bam Bam, which <laughs> but Steven, <laughs> my my basketball coach. Uh, I remember him. He was from Wagner, Oklahoma. He was a, he's a he's still a good friend of mine. He's a black guy, so we didn't look anything alike. And my coach could not figure out how to say Steven. He would read his name and say Stev Stev. Stev. My my coach. I feel like time, I would settle on Stevan. I feel like that would be you'd think right the right pronunciation but, for that. But the problem was is because he confused his name. My With coach. Your- just called me Stev. And I was like, Stev? I, he called me Stev. Like instead of Stev, former, he called you Stev. And yeah. Like, and so ever so I don't know why. I think I was just like, it was the first time away from home and all the new kids and new new stuff and everything. So people were like, what's your name? And I was like, Steph. And they were like, okay. And then nobody argued with me. And then it was just I just went that way. Oh and then next thing gosh. you know, I had professors that were calling me Steph, and it was it was weird. So it was one of those things that I'm like, I really need to let that go. That Here's the not. thing. I I hate it, but it's better than Steve. No offense yeah. to your dad. None I taken. Just, I don't like I that. I would name. never, I would never allow someone to call me Steve. Although no. for a brief period of time, back in my uh preteen years, I did call myself Steve Shelton online. Yeah, it's even worse because you have a double S. Steve well, Shelton. Yeah. yeah, here's the thing. I was uh I was a frequent contributor to a couple of professional wrestling message boards <laughs> and I really wanted to be taken of seriously by the older guys. So I just thought that being called Steve made me sound early, older, so it's better I than went by Steven. Steve Shelton. Yeah, so there's a whole group of people from a, a message board on the internet from like 97 who have some memories of Steve Shelton. So they're talking, they're talking today about Steve Shelton. They're like, remember that guy who used to talk about Bam Bam Bigelow? 
How old was and, he? Yeah, Steve Shelton. I don't know. He was some guy in his like late forties. He was a nerd. Yeah, yeah. Cared too much. I remember so much detail of that season of my life where yeah. I only had English speaking friends on the internet. It's, it's, it's. <laughs> Were troubling. these the Panama days? Yeah. Yeah, wow. I did have some English-speaking friends. I guess it's an exaggeration to say I had no English-speaking friends except on the internet. But uh, this is when the internet was just... I mean, I'm talking about like 96, 97. New internet. When you when you had a limited Chat room amount internet. of hours available yeah. for the internet. Like, you think, you think you're like old school because you remember before texting was unlimited. I remember before we had unlimited internet access. You had a certain yeah. amount of time slash like mega bytes per what I, it just it's a different world it's a different world we couldn't be doing I rem- this i rem i know for a fact i got grounded one time because i uploaded a picture of myself oh my god just to the internet and wasted our data plan for the internet and it do was you like, remember do you, you have to think about speed, the other people in this family <laughs> do you know what speed your modem was I remember we had a 336k modem and yeah, feeling yeah, like tell you. we were we were above par because yeah. uh all those other losers had 288 and it was like Psh, oh you're still the 288 modem no and then 56k came out and I was like dad we got to get a 56k modem it's like why so you can post more messages on wrestling forums you idiot <laughs> like yeah duh <laughs> go outside make a real friend <laughs> But nevertheless, we we survived. Yeah. I just I also remember are. too, there were times where I like picked up the phone while my dad was on the internet and it kicked him off. Yes, and then it would, yes, it would and the what drama that ensued. Yeah, you're yeah. only I, thinking of yourself. There's other people in this house that you have to be considerate of. This is my last story about this, uh, and it's unrelated but sort of related. When I worked at AT and T in like 2006, I want to say. Um, when I course, met you, you were working for AT&T. Yes, that was my second uh, tenure at AT&T mm. in like 2010, 2011. In 2006, I worked at AT&T um, and I mean, sold an iPhone to LaDainian Tomlinson. Did you know that? Ever told you that? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. LT Why was, was he one of my first customers. In... He's from Waco. Oh, he's from Waco. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so your memory um, data was like completely different then right mm-hmm. so we had this woman come into our store because she and i'll never forget it i wasn't her i wasn't the salesman helping her but it very soon involved all of us because she had a cell phone bill that had like legitimately thirty thousand dollars in data charges Oof. because her grandson had tethered her motorola razor to Imagine. a computer and downloaded Spider-Man on Napster. Oh, can you all, imagine? Can you first of all, is there a more t- 2005 sentence than what I just said? <laughs> he Motor downloaded Spider-Man on t- Spider-Man <laughs> Napster. That I mean, and she was she was just devastated because we couldn't anyone under her. 21 years old has stopped listening at this point. Yeah, they're like, just they're what? skipping ahead. What? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Th- I don't know these words at all. That's good. That's what it was. It was. It was insane. It was. I can't imagine. I can't imagine being that poor woman. But I'm so yeah. glad that we don't. We don't live there anymore. My kids will never so understand the hashtag. The struggle. 
You know, um, people have you ever heard somebody say like, oh, I wish I was born in a different era. I wish that I was born in the 1950s or the roaring 20s. Not me. I'm glad I live exactly when I live because I yeah. cannot even fathom not having an iPhone. I can't I, I can't wrap yeah. my mind around. I think I'm roughing it because I didn't get the new one for the first time in I, seven years. Yeah, because I, I skipped the iPhone 14. It's like, Are oh, you sticking man. with your 13? Uh, I keep I only do odd numbers. I haven't done an huh. even number since I don't know seven, eight, something like that. It was around so, that time of the switch. So I rock thirteen. So every I get the year, I've been every year since the six, and uh, that's oh, a long yeah. time ago. That's ten years. Um, I've noticed that there's not. I remember where I was working, and it was before we got married. So yeah, I I, I remember. I I feel like the jump is no longer justifiable for me to do it every year. Um, also, since that. I'm since I'm not a child anymore, I don't break my phones in a year. I'm able to maintain them for two for two years now, and that helps a little bit. So, I mean, well, this is my first time having a phone that's not the latest and greatest from Apple. So, pray for me. But what a what a sacrifice I've made. You know, we got a second well, dog. That was my that was my trade I in. Know that a second dog. Wow, Dirk. For you. Speaking Dirk. of Dirk, here's a segue for you. Yeah, the we're both rocking. Season started. I'm so excited. I cannot tell you. And my team is terrible. I actually um, watched some of the Spurs game last night. Did you? I I'm, did because we got league pass because ooh. my wife is a Lakers fan mm -hmm. uh, and is super committed to watching games this year. She picked a terrible year to be committed to watching Lakers games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is not a, this is not like, a good time to be a Lakers fan. We literally exchange texts every morning like the Lakers lost again. She's like, what are we going to do? What do you have to do? Mm -hmm. What can you... How do you fix this? I'm like, I don't know. They'll probably, I mean, Darvin Ham will probably lose his job if they lose another one. I think you can't start 0 and 5 as the coach of the Lakers and, it's, and keep your job. That's, that's how I feel about it. I, I would agree with you. I, what a weird year for basketball so far, five games into the season. Like 10 teams, my team being one of them, the San Antonio Spurs, are actively tanking. Which means you have, but like, is there what a year to tank? Right? What a year like, to tank. I mean, what a year to tank. And I, if Victor Wimbanyama is not the most San Antonio Spurs player I know. I've ever seen, he plays for Tony Parker's team over in Europe. So it's like a match made in heaven here. I, but I I'm against really, tanking. I, so am I. Did you see uh, Adam Silver talk about uh, maybe adopting the same uh, system that? soccer has in europe what's it called relegation, relegation? yeah yes Thoughts? absolutely love that idea he then after he did, said that then they announced that they're going to show every game of victor women yana on the new <laughs> nba app <laughs> so it's like we're gonna we really got to de-incentivize tanking also you guys should watch every game possible check him out yeah. yeah in the meantime um yeah i love the idea of relegation um the only problem with relegation is there's not another league to relegate them to you have to i mean the g league are you gonna relegate the utah Los Angeles Jazz to, the <laughs> to the g league i mean that'd be cool but uh, i love the idea of relegation i've also heard somebody say that um if there's other like there's other ways to prevent tanking, which if anybody doesn't know what tanking is, tanking is you're losing on purpose. You're purposely losing games so that you get a better draft pick to draft players. Um, so there's ways around it. Like one was you get um, if 
you get a top three pick more than three years in a row, you forfeit your pick. Like you have to be getting better, um, which makes sense. Interesting. If you consider okay. the sac- the Sacramento Kings, that last year was their 16th year missing the playoffs. 16 years they have missed the playoffs. Like eventually it's like, what are you guys doing? Okay, You're but not- what do you what do you blame that on? Because I look at the Kings roster and I'm like, mm-hmm. It's not the worst. Like, yeah, good coach, maybe. I, I, is it? I always thought that their arena was like a positive, like home court advantage for them. I, I grew up with the Kings teams of Mike Bibby and mm-hmm. Aja, and um, that was in Vladi's last, yeah, C Web, um, Doug Christie, I, Doug Christie, golly. And I actually really liked those teams. Um, yeah. because I was always just like anti-Eastern Conference. So whoever was coming out of the West, I became a fan of. Uh, but what what's wrong with the Kings now? Like, How do you do that? How do you miss the playoff yeah. 16 years in a row? Well, they there's a it, basketball is probably un, more unique in that sense than any other sport. I think more can happen off the court that can impact a team than anything else. Like football is it's 11 versus 11. And then if you really think about it, it's like 22 versus 22 because your offensive players don't sure. play. Right. And there's, it doesn't matter if you like, you have to have such cohesion on the field in order to get things like done effectively. Baseball is so many games and there's so many moving parts and, it, it, there's really a lot that goes on the field. Like uh, once your roster is constructed, that really is like, now it's just go out and kind of play the game. I, I know that's not entirely true, but in the NBA, like you can only play five guys at a time. You've only got 12 guys on your active roster. Your, your coaching mm. is way more important. Uh, rotations are f- way more viable. I mean, y- maybe your backup, like you think about it, like your best player on a football team is a quarterback. Usually that's what you would hope for. Nobody cares what the backup quarterback is doing, right? Unless the starter right. gets hurt. But your backup but point guard is, is super everything. crucial. Yeah. You And and so you, you not only have to have like good players, but you have to have like a full roster of good players. You also have to have a really good coaching staff that can work with those players every time. But you also have to have an ownership team that's willing to spend money, that's willing to um, that's willing to build a roster, and then is also willing to let your roster kind of cook and let it develop. And I think that's always been the Kings' problem: is even when they get talent on the court, their coaching is bad. Or when they get their coaching fixed, now their ownership. Like for a while, Vladi Divac was—he was like their general manager, their president of basketball operations, yeah. and the guy just did not know what he was doing. He's just—did yeah. they pass on Luca? They took Marvin and, Bagley and over Luca. A lot of people passed on Luca, who I'm telling you is going to be the most valuable player in the league this year. I—he's going to be up there. It's—I mean. He's a top three player in the league, no matter which way you slice it. But I'm just telling sure. you, like, he's I like watched 23. That guy, I watched that guy play tonight, and I thought, like, yeah, he's he's like bodying smaller guys. Yeah, he's going unfair. around bigger guys. He's shooting over everyone. Yeah. It's like he's moving in slow motion, though. It's like mm-hmm. I can't. You know, when you ever, when Derrick Rose was first in the league, and we're like, whoa, he's fast. Or even Russell yeah. Westbrook, you're like, whoa, De'Aaron Fox. Like, there's these guys that like. 
they're moving so fast on the floor. It's like I don't even see anybody can get in front of it. Like your best, yeah, your best bet is just maybe get there in time to take a charge. But yeah. Luca is like, it's it's like he's, he's quite he the lulls, opposite. <laughs> he lulls you to sleep by these like slow dribbles, and then all yeah. of a sudden he's around you. And next thing you know, he's like tear dropping it into the rim, or he's like lulled you into sleep, made one good move, has this huge step back, and then he's shooting in your eye, and he makes it. You know, fifty percent of the time, it's just it's he's unguardable to me. Like he, I, I just don't understand how a team prepares for him. I also think since watching him play, I don't get the impression that people take him seriously. He doesn't look like crazy. a bas. Yeah, he doesn't look no. like a basketball player. He looks like a guy who should be drinking a bunch of beer, playing cornhole. Like, yeah, no, he looks a, like a frat boy. He's a little bit chubby, and yeah. he's he's his hair never looks weird. And he's got like, I don't know, his arms don't really bend the right way. And then randomly he's like just shooting from 30 feet from the basket and making it on a regular basis. I mean, I know he's like, you know, not American, but he looks like a frat boy who got into pen because his daddy works at (laughs) Goldman. You know what I mean? Like, like he just does not look like he should be playing NBA basketball at that. Shout out to all the Penn state alumni. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like uh, that was just it's a uh, it's true it's, though. It's, That's hard, what he, it's hard to prepare for. It's hard to prepare yeah. for. And it's he kind of like a, lulls you and he, you know, he's he's constantly complaining with the refs. He's oh man, but he's also like having the time of his life. He's I mean, I've not had this much fun watching a player since Dirk. I mean, you know, I I would agree. I mean, especially as if you're a Mavs fan, like you gotta be excited for that. I think in like it's probably going to be like in like three or four years, he's going to stop eating cheeseburgers and drinking diet Coke. And he's going to probably, if like, if he were to start taking care of his body, bro, he would be. Look, all off season. Like I've got buddies who are like sending me texts like, yo, Luca looks cut in the gym. I'm like, that's Photoshopped. Like there's no way (laughs) he doesn't look cut in the gym. (laughs) There's no way he has like, I mean, you know, no, this is not, this is not one of those things. He just, Look, he's 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 chubby. He is who he is. Yeah. Like he's kind of he's a twenty three year old with a dad bod, except yeah. he's better than LeBron James. So it's a he's, weird he's, thing, you know. He's a he's a he's an anomaly, and I don't know yeah, that we'll that's ever the right see word. somebody. I don't know that no. we'll ever see something like that again. But, that's but the kind NBA of what makes them more endearing, right? Like, that's, yeah, that's what makes him fun to watch. Is you're like, oh, well, he's built just like me. Maybe yeah, I could go out exactly. and do this exactly. <laughs> I mean, it helps that he's six foot seven, but still, uh, the NBA yeah. is a little weird though, because like a third of the league, maybe more at like, at least right now, there's at least 10, ta- t- 10 teams that really don't want to be good. Like they look up at the standings and they're like, yeah, we're not going to do this. So we just need to go out and give like half an effort and make it look like we're trying. Like the other night, the Spurs were down by eight points with four minutes left against the Timberwolves and they pulled their starters. And I'm like, uh, yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah, they could. I you guys could win this game. game. I was watching <laughs> I, that game. I was like, "We're five games into the season. What are you it's doing?" Just like you guys have got to go bear and Carl Anthony Towns in there. Ah, ah we're done. The scrubs in. We're done. So there's teams like that. Then you have then you have like ten teams at the top who are really they they're like championship this, contenders. Yeah, yeah. there's there's a lot of talent that's spread across. I think in the past we've probably had maybe like two or three teams from each conference that you're like, oh, this team could win the championship. And this year you have like legitimately probably yes. five teams in each conference. Yeah. That if, I was looking at it today and I was like, there's there's eight to twelve teams that I could legitimately yeah. see in the finals. 
And then the, but the fun part is those teams in the middle, which are all over the place. They're half of them, like the Lakers, they're supposed to be good and they right. are not. And then there's and other at teams. At what point do they make the decision that they're not? Yes. Yes. That's the drama of the season. That's the drama of the season. You have other team like the Blazers who everybody's like, well, the Blazers are going to be terrible. And then Damian Lillard's like, nah. uh, no, I'm not. Nah. I'm not going to be terrible. Nah. <laughs> no, Dame don't tank for nothing. Nothing. So Dame's what a stone gonna... cold killer. I love that guy. He's he's my favorite so non-spur. Yeah. Same. Same. Yeah. He's my favorite non-Maverick. You tell non-Maverick. me. Non-Maverick. You can have anybody on the team in the NBA right now. Who do you want? It's Dame Lillard. Dame. And I Every don't time. care that he and Luca are both ball dominant guards. Give him yeah. to me. Like we'll just, figure it out. They can just take turns every other possession. Just go he's back and stone forth. Stone cold. Like, yeah, I love him. There, he's the, I, he might be the clutchest player in the league. He he has to be. That's who I want. I I want him to have him the ball, and he's reliable. Like anytime he can get on the court. Like he played for a half a season with a torn abdominal muscle and didn't even list it on the injury he report. Don't give a crap. No, <laughs> he's no. like he's like no. I'm gonna play. And you know what um, I love about Dame too is like. He's been in Portland all these years. Never a scandal. Never no. anything crazy. Never, never wanted out. Political opinion. Just trying to play ball. Home never asked Weaver. out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then the fun part is the teams in the middle because those teams are going to start selling their guys off like in January. Yeah. Some there of them are going to look trade deadline stuff this year. Absolutely. It's going to be crazy because some of these teams are going to be like, okay, we're not going to make it into the playoffs and we're not going to contend. So let's take our good players and get rid of them so that we can go straight to the bottom of the standings. And then you're going to have other teams that are going to be like, Hey, let's wait for those teams who are going to start fire sailing all of their players and let's go get them and then let's get up. Make a run for it. Yeah. Like, like the Kings, the Kings are just waiting right now for somebody to be like, Oh, we're going to tank. And then they're going to be like, okay, give us your players and we'll overpay you for them. And it's, it's a weird time for the NBA. I've never seen anything like it. And I don't think I've seen, I don't think I've seen this many teams like bail out on a season since probably since Tim Duncan, like he was probably the last player that was like, I mean, even LeBron James got him. So yeah. And even like LeBron, I, I mean, he was a talent that was similar to this Wimbanyana kid, but I don't think teams like he was from, he was from Akron. He was so Ohio. Right. I guess people, it was pretty like, he's going to, it end felt like a foregone <laughs> conclusion that he was going to be on the Cavs. Yeah. yeah. I will say this. Uh, Victor Wimanyama is, is trans. He's unreal. I he's mean, unreal. the guy seven, I am against tanking, but he is unreal. He's not seven, three. He's seven foot six. He's huge. And he's a guard. <laughs> he does he, everything. He handles the ball. Like, I mean, I, I was watching like videos of him and they were like showing him like basically doing Steph Curry moves. Yeah. Like one of the Easily. premier ball handlers, like in the history of the game and he's handling the ball like Steph. He's shooting from all over the place and he's a legitimate nine inches taller than and anybody else playing yes. his position. It's it's unreal. And he's 18 years old. And you it's know, there's a cheat code. There's a lot, there's like this weird movement in like the last three years in the NBA where everybody's looking for like the Kevin Durant model, like a six foot 10, seven foot, seven foot player who 
is super long, but can dribble the ball and can shoot from everywhere. And you see a bunch of these guys like Chris Stapps, Porzingis. Everybody's like, oh, the, he's going to be the next, you know, KD or oh, yeah. Mo, Mo Bamba or, you know, there's just, yeah. there's always, it's everybody's looking for that next prototype. Bobo. <laughs> yeah. Bobo, who ironically is playing out of his mind in Orlando right now. You should go watch, you should go watch some Bobo highlights of this year. They're really fun. Um, and then you have like Chet Holmgren, right? Who just drafted by the Oklahoma City Thunder. He's doesn't make it through two quarters of NBA Summer League and he's broken his foot for the entire year. Yeah. And then you have Victor Wimbanyana who comes in and all those other guys, like if you remember this, you had Porzingis on your team for a little bit. He, they Their body never quite bends the right way. It's almost no. like he, no. he wasn't he wasn't given kneecaps or he wasn't given Chris elbows. Tell me, he looks like a Bond villain. <laughs> yes, I I always thought he might be like Ivan Drago's like uncle from like Rocky I mean, Four just, or something. Every time I look at him, I'm like, that that man is holding a woman hostage somewhere and sending <laughs> ransom notes to double. He's got something going on. Uh, yes, but this Victor Wembanyama kid, he doesn't move like that. He moves like Steph Curry. Yeah, it's yeah, wild to watch him. It's like he has like, run around the perimeter. There's a video somewhere too where he's like below the free throw line. Like he's closer to the rim than he is the free throw line. And his defender goes to shoot a three and this guy blocks it. <laughs> he's like, That's two, he plays D. He plays defense like crazy, man. It's wild. I'm against tanking. I have, I never want to win that way. I, I don't like it, but. And, and especially now that they've flattened the lottery, the lottery odds. Yeah. Like there's only a 14, you can lose every game. You can go. zero and 82 and you only and have a still 14, not get the pick. Yeah. Yeah. You only have a 14% chance, which people tell me all the time. Well, like the Spurs tanked for Duncan. I don't know why you're against tanking. I'm like the Spurs tanked Different for rules. Duncan because yeah, if they got the worst record, they got the pick and that's, yeah. it's just not like that anymore. So I'm against like the risk of it, but I also completely understand like if there was ever going to be a year to tank. All right. So my last, my last NBA related comment, um, it it, it has to do with this whole, like the middle 10, right? Like who, who is going to look at their record halfway through the season and say, we got to trade a player. We got to trade our good players and tank. So we get a chance to get this high pick. And who's going to say like, we got to get that good player so we can get ourselves to the playoffs and have a chance in the tournament. I, I think the Lakers are, are a middle of the pack team. Um, and not right now uh, they're, my not. Wife, they're in sole my, possession of well, last place, <laughs> but sure. they should be. Yes. My, I, I mean, they, with everything that happened this off season, I mean, I, I told charity, I was like, yeah, you know, you, you should expect not very much. Like yeah. the fact that they can't get rid of Russell West, Russell Westbrook is a problem. It's a big problem. Um, they have and to give other assets just to get rid of. They him. can't get rid of the guy. Yeah. So, um, I, they're gonna they're gonna write the ship at some point, but they're not gonna write the ship to the tune of, um, they're they're not gonna write the ship to the tune of a, of a playoff spot. I don't think yeah. at least That's not like a high enough seed. Um. So my question is, is Anthony Davis a deadline move? I would trade him tomorrow. I don't think you can trade Russell Westbrook. You would be stupid to trade LeBron, even at whatever he is, 40. Oh, um, yeah, who cares? He's, he's not quite there. I would trade Anthony Davis. I, th- I But I also think they have a problem with him because it, it, he's not as valuable either. He, you can't you can't rely on him to be there. 
he's uh, he's perpetually injured. I think the most he's played is something like I think the most games he's played is like 64 games since like 2011. Like this is not a reliable person. Um, but you know, some team, some some team will. Yeah, the, Heat, the Charlotte Hornets. That, yeah, the Hornet, <laughs> the Pelicans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be something if Anthony Davis went back to the Pelicans after all of That'd this? Crazy. But yeah, I I just I can't see the Lakers. My, my prediction right now. Write it down. I said on Thursday, October twenty seventh, Anthony Davis doesn't finish the season with the Lakers, and the Lakers so. end up in the lottery. I mean, I wouldn't. I would trade him immediately. He's your best trade piece. LeBron, just because of his age. Russell, you you got to pay. You basically have to pay for somebody to take him. Uh, Anthony Davis is the only way you can get any kind of positive return. And I just, ugh, I, they're gross, man. The Lakers are sad to watch right now, especially it's, it's like, brutal. especially watching like what Kobe took that team. I mean, oh Kobe took did the team watch, to the. Did you watch the legacy doc on Hulu? No, Kobe's legacy doc. No, no, it's it's the Lakers. It's called Legacy, oh. and it's basically oh no no no, I haven't watched that Lakers. It's Next the response level. to the. Uh, it, I think it's the response to the HBO documentary Showtime. I was like, well, yeah. we'll, we'll tell you, we'll tell you the right way. No, but I do want to go back. Doctor Bus was a saint. Yeah, not quite. Real buddy. nice guy. Yeah, I, I, I love that. Like they basically like made him a uh, this godlike figure. I mean, spoiler alert. I don't know if you know this or not. They made him this like godlike figure for the entirety of the series. And then after he dies, the next episode, they're like, and then this woman called us. And apparently she was my dad's and mom's daughter <laughs> put up for adoption. <laughs> oh, no. Like, what? Uh yeah, Jerry Buss was he, not, I mean, not quite as legendary as we had not hoped. a not a saint. Not a yeah, not not a good Christian man. So um we have seven minutes left on this recording, so let's let's cut it I, and then do the last okay. segment. I think that's a great idea. Okay, let me end it and then I'll just send you a new one. Okay. Okay, so enough basketball talk. I think you have a game that we want to do for the last little segment of this, and you texted me about it, and I was like, "Yes, I absolutely want to do this." So, yes, go ahead and go ahead and set your rules and boundaries okay. for this. So. Uh, this is what we call the squad draft, the friend squad draft. And basically the rules are, are as such, uh, you know, there is the kind of, uh, girl squad, uh, meme that's out, you know, like Taylor Swift had her thing with like her girls, you know, like Carly Kloss and Selena Gomez and everybody in the bad blood video. Yeah, I, I try not to pay attention to Taylor Swift because she hates men. That's that sounds like a good topic for another episode. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm surrounded by by women who stayed up all night to listen to her album when it dropped at midnight. The girls yeah, that with, work for me, I, I mean, live like, with one. It was it was rough. Um, my thankfully, I I do not. Well, I work with several, so uh, it was quite the quite the next day. After old midnight's dropped, uh, but the idea of the game is that you are drafting a friend squad. Five guys, okay. got to be dudes, uh, can be athletes. They have to be notable. Okay, so everybody from YouTube celebrities to TikTokers to uh, athletes, actors, singers, yeah. whatever, um, and they don't have to have an assigned position. 
Uh, you can have okay. five bigs if you want. Um, you can you can do five gingers, whatever whatever makes you happy. You got to have a reason for why you think they should be on your squad, why you'd want them on your squad. Uh, and we cannot overlap any. So it's draft rules. So once um, a player's off the board, he's off the board. Once they're off the board, they're off the board. So um, I, I will defer to you to uh, to take the first overall pick, and okay. uh, we'll get going from there. First overall pick in this fringe draft. Um, I actually thought about this, and I have a very simple answer. My number one overall pick, celebrity that I would want, Charles Barkley. Wow! Right off the wow, bat, that that came out of left field for me. It does not you matter. Taking him in a later round, and you probably could have got him at five because I would have never thought about Chuck. But it makes perfect it, sense. He is a universal friend type. You could use him in a fight. You could use him on a so night true. out on the town. I so also true. think he would be hilarious in family environments. He would be great at a wedding. He would I'm sure be your great. mom would love him. Yeah. <laughs> it could be any number of things. Um, Just imagine. I, here's one more rule. One more rule. Okay. We have, we, you know, we share in-laws. We married sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to consider how they would fit if we brought them to a Flores family function. Could you imagine Charles Barkley? At a Flores family. A hundred percent. And that's why this was a great pick for you. Uh, <laughs> that's my number the, one right there. Top, top notch. Uh, okay. My number one is probably a little more uh, conventional, a little closer to our age. Um, but I just, I, I, I think he would just be like, I, well, he says, I hesitated picking him because of how good looking he is. I thought that it would really make, things for me as the leader of the squad, a little insecure. Um, But he just seems like a really cool dude that I'd want to chill with. My number one pick is Ryan Reynolds. Oh man. See, you snaked him. That's why I should have taken Ryan. Number one. I I just thought he's, I mean, did you see the video him announcing Deadpool three with Hugh Jackson? It's so good. It's so so good. good. So good. We can make so many good videos together. I feel like my mother-in-law would love him. He's Are you watching charming. Welcome to Wrexham? I started. I haven't watched the whole thing, but I'm I'm episode two right now. It's it's fantastic. I would and it makes and it that you. that was what sealed it for me. So little backstory: I saw a TikTok that kind of did this whole thing, and uh, then I watched Wrexham, and I was like, Ryan Reynolds, my number one pick, hundred percent, without a doubt. I want to be that guy's best friend. Yeah, he's right, easy. Hit, hit Is this a snake two. draft? I were back and forth. Okay, back and forth. Okay, my number two pick in the squad draft here, Samuel L. Jackson. Wow, wow! You really are shooting older guys. I mean, I I'm trying to keep I'm trying to be the young energy bug here, but I've got I I've see, got some names late in the draft that I'm coming. Now, to see this this is something about it that um, you got to consider the chemistry on your team as well. You got to consider yeah. like are Samuel L. Jackson and Charles Barkley going to get along? I feel like yeah. They're yeah. already friends. Yeah. And and what is, how do you fit in? Like, what is your role in a group like that? Like, you know, I told you I was kind of insecure about picking Ryan because I like, I want to be the leader of my own squad, but like, it, he just can't miss. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it's, I feel like right like now, step and play. like, we're just going to be like, like, there's one yeah. of us that's clearly the leader, but like, also, if I, if I need to take a day off, like, Ryan's got this. That's how I feel about it. I feel like right now with the three of us, uh, myself, Samuel, and Chuck, we have the ability to keep 
the good times rolling, whatever environment we're in. And that's important is if you're going to roll with the crew, you got to have the energy. And so I look at that as we could all banter and break off of that energy. Plus Samuel L. Jackson, he's both of these guys, actually, they're going to be somebody that'll throw hands if you ever get into that situation. So it's it's so true. Samuel L. Jackson is my number two pick. Wow. I'm writing these down in, in my phone. That's good. Um, my my number two might might surprise you a bit, and okay. you might think, how how is this guy gonna coexist? How, how does he get along with with Stephen Shelton and Ryan Reynolds? Um, mm-hmm. My my number two is Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. go ahead and explain that. Talk it out for me. Why Kendrick so, Lamar? So Kendrick Ryan Lamar, Reynolds and Kendrick Lamar. You've, you're kind of going the opposite way. Well, but I'm into diversity. I'm into a well-rounded group here. Now, see where you kind of put yourself in a uh, a certain category. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think there's no situation that between me, Ryan, and and Kendrick that we don't we don't have something to talk about with somebody. You know, yeah. uh, I first of all, I think you know, I just I regard talent highly. I I do think he is maybe the best American rapper in. In the last very long time. It, it now, I will well say, be. let me just say this: uh, until this week, if we'd have played this game a week ago, mm-hmm. Kanye West would have had this slot. Wow, I I know, I know, but I really wanted, I really wanted a rapper. Uh, I mm-hmm. didn't want. I I thought about Jay Z, and uh, just all that entails. But I felt like you know he's got his own squad. Um, yeah, I felt like he's he he doesn't need me. And what do I bring to? To hove that that he doesn't already have that's um, true you know uh kendrick's a devout christian according to wikipedia uh, <laughs> so according to wikipedia um <laughs> you know, oh that's good uh, i just think he's a i think he's a chill guy um super yeah. talented i'm all about being around geniuses i feel like my I sort of have like an iron sharpens iron situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now I, not, not that we all agree on everything, but I like, I like the diversity of thought, but I really like just the idea of being around a bunch of like really high level, smart people um, who, who bring something unique to the squad, because you got to remember, we're not all hanging out all the time, right? Like, Right. It could just be me and Kendrick. It could just be me and, and Ryan. It could just be you and Chuck. It could just be you and, and Sam. So there, there's a lot to, to really unpack there. Yeah. Um, I, I just it's, think it's, there's it's a, a vibe it's a there. Good I, I'm going to, I'm going to make a last minute addition. I'm going to give us a sixth man. So yeah. Uh, Which would actually be a squad of seven, right? That's true because of us. I support it. Which, which seven, seven is the perfect number. So. All right, back to me. That's you. That's yeah, number three. Okay, well, I'm really glad to hear that you took Kendrick Lamar because I, for my third pick, am taking Kanye West. I'm really excited to see and how you kicked him out of your uh, draft pool. I have placed him in my draft pool because of his behavior over the last... Two weeks. I think Kanye West would be a great addition to the Steven Samuel and Chuck team because Kanye will be 
he will be the guy that puts Chuck and Samuel L. Jackson at their best. It will be somebody that they can I, consistently roast. And I didn't he see can this be, coming. I'm not going to lie he, to you. I did not see this coming. He will be the outcast of the group. Wow. <laughs> I was going to have Ryan Reynolds in this group. You have to understand. <laughs> it was going to be Chuck, Samuel, and Ryan Reynolds. Everybody needs a guy that's kind of the butt of the joke in the friend group, I guess. And um, this is going to be Kanye West. I, I just hope you don't end up on Instagram. When you <laughs> make him the butt of your joke. All right. My That's my good. third pick. I'll, third I pick. want to point out also that you're, there's a theme to your picks that uh, I don't know if, if you've noticed or not. I haven't but. even picked it up yet. <laughs> but I have another one for okay. you. So it's all right. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. My third pick uh, is the most popular man in the world. Uh, potentially the future president of the United States. It's Dwayne Rock Johnson. Oh, my God. It's okay, me, go ahead and explain it to you. Kalamar, Ryan Reynolds, and The Rock. I, I there's a lot there. Number one, I've been a fan of his since I was Steve Shelton writing on pro wrestling message boards. I remember when he yeah. debuted as Rocky Maivia. Um, my my wife's a huge fan of The Rock. Just just anything The Rock does, she's really into. Um, I I feel like he's hilarious. I feel like our our uh, our squad is really values humor. Um, but the the rock is the kind of guy who you just, you know, he's a good hang. You just look at him and you know, he's a good hang. I also yeah. need some accountability in the gym. I need somebody Ooh, who's going to, you know, give me a call and say, bro, it's, it's been three weeks. You got to get back in there. And uh, I, I see Dwayne as that guy for me. I see Dwayne as that guy. Also, I, I kind of wonder, I wonder if like his relationship with Kevin Hart, uh, kind of makes Kev like an honorary member. He's spoilered. He's not on my list, but at minimum a mascot, for sure. For at sure. minimum a mascot. Okay, my fourth pick in this draft is um, this. This was going to be my last pick, and so I was hoping to impress you. But all right, all right, all right. Oh. Matthew McConaughey. You know, okay, he was on my list. He was on Matthew my list. Matthew so. McConaughey. And I got it. Matthew McConaughey. I'm, I'm looking through my list here, and and I'm kind of you know making some changes. Obviously, like my original list had had Kanye. My new list has Kendrick. Uh, but but every iteration of this list I made, Matthew McConaughey was on there. So he's got to. I've I don't know anybody right now who uh, who is as Whatever that guy does is cool to me. It is. It, it doesn't is. matter. It doesn't. I, he, this people don't, maybe this generation of people don't remember, but this guy once got a, arrested for playing the bongos naked. Yeah. Um, and now he like is speaking at the white house, like over gun control legislation. Um, he's like the official face of UT football. Um he almost he, ran for governor, I think. He almost ran for governor. I, I think he might be president one day. I wouldn't put that past him. It's Matthew McConaughey, and Jeez. he is he's just the coolest. I, I can listen to his voice all day long. I love him. I get it. Matthew McConaughey. Wow. Wow, that's I threw you for a loop there, didn't I? Uh it it did. I'm gonna have to kind of regroup a little bit. We went um, Samuel. We went Charles Barkley, Samuel L. Jackson, Kanye West, and Matthew McConaughey. That's a it just, that's a it got pretty me. terrifying squad. 
it it did. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a pivot here, um, to a guy that I think is like just every man cool, just seems like just the chillest chill, um, yeah. super versatile as an actor, uh, you know, funny, smart. If you, and a, if you say Harry Styles, oh no, I don't acknowledge that he's an actor. Uh, it, he's an Avenger. Um, oh, which boy. which I think gets me. I'm really thinking about like you know I got to get guys in my squad who also have connections that can like give me some French. fringe friendships. Yeah, yeah. Um, but of of all the guys who are in the MCU, uh, I I think that he is by far just the coolest to hang out with. And that's Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, that's solid. That's very solid. I just consider him to be just. I was just the chillest. Nervous. Yeah, I, I had some things like, you know, you can't have dated Taylor Swift. That's actually on my list. Um, <laughs> You've got specific rules out of this. <laughs> yeah, and that, that was a big one. Because, um, like, I don't, our, our squad doesn't need drama. You know what I mean? Like, we don't need, we don't need, like, a song written about you. So that immediately got rid of Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, John Mayer, who I actually really, really love, John Mayer. Oh, uh, but but that... That just wasn't it. It wasn't it. I was. I'm not going to deal with his drama. Not I don't. I don't blame it. you. I don't yeah. blame you. So Paul Rudd. That's pretty good. Yeah. So where are you at right yeah. now? I have you. Ryan I'm Reynolds, four. Kendrick Lamar, The Rock, and Paul Rudd. Yeah. I'm currently at Charles Barkley, Samuel L. Jackson, Kanye West, Matthew McConaughey, and we do. We we are going to get a six man. Is that correct? I we are going to get a six man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So because you took Paul Rudd, I'm going to take my six man and I'm going to move him up and hope that my sixth man or my fifth pick actually is available in the last round. But my fifth person in this friends group, Will Ferrell. Um, Yeesh, that's good. I, that's I, really good. It's important to me to make this pick now because I have... Samuel L. Jackson, Will Ferrell, Charles Barkley, who are going to be the three comics or the three pieces of funny to sit around. I think my most serious person on my team right now is Kanye West. <laughs> Although I don't know that I would say he's serious, but I just I don't think on. I've ever I don't think I've ever seen that guy laugh. Um, and Matthew will keep everybody even killed killed. But I don't know how to have. He's a kind bad of the time. glue, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know how to have a bad time with Will Ferrell around. I just don't feel like that would be so true possible. So my fifth pick here is Will Ferrell. That's good. That's good. Um. Okay, so I I felt the need to move over into athlete. Um, like I felt like you got to have a guy that's got hookups to get you tickets everywhere. You got to have a guy who, you know, brings some, some you already swag have the rock to get you tickets everywhere. That's fair. <laughs> but like, I, I need like a guy who is, who's in the league, like just, just his face is his ticket. You know what I mean? Like, like that you're gonna, guy. You're going to pick LeBron, aren't you? <sighs> Man, here's the thing. I knew it. You can't help yourself. You love him. You've always loved him. I, if, I know this Kobe, about you. If Kobe were alive, I know it. It would be Kobe. I know it. But I'm not going to pick LeBron because there is a guy who, though he is retired, I consider him to be the coolest, just chillest, 
most recognizable of all. And that's the big diesel himself, Shaq Zilla. Shaq Diesel, which is interesting because you've now taken opposition from Chuck. Now, this is an interesting move. You've now distracted Charles Barkley from my team. Or you buy a guy who's bigger and stronger and better that's, than him. I think that's a really Dr. Dr. Re- Shaquille O'Neal. You've you have you've thrown a wrench into my team by doing this. And I told you I like smart guys. It's a real, I, I it's, a, it's, it's a good pick. It's super solid, right? Uh, that one took me by surprise. I think I was a little caught off guard by that. I'm I I, I want to say that I was going to go for LeBron. I know you thought LeBron was was it and um it's I thought about it. I did. I did. Um but wow, what a dynamic. I if I if you had taken LeBron I would have had Charles Barkley to basically minimize him. He would have mocked him every stretch of the way, like he always does. But now he took fair. Shaq. Yeah. All right. So this is I, so this is my sixth man. This is this is your bonus pick. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to do this because he's my favorite stand-up comedian of all time, and I don't know how I can pass up on this, even though I shouldn't take this pick because of your last pick. <clears throat> but I just respect him so much as a person too, because he left $50 million just sitting there on the table with comedy central about 15 years ago. And it's, it's the greatest stand-up comic who probably ever lived. Dave Chappelle, can't, Dave Chappelle, can't blame you. Dave Chappelle can't blame will be, you. will be my final pick. Um, can't blame you. And I feel really confident in that to finalize my, my squad here. That's good. That's really good. That's really good. Um, I debated over this last one a little bit. In fact, I still was kind of looking at a different option or three on my phone. Um, but it, it's it's only it's only fitting that I um, bring it back to the thing that is most meaningful to me. Um, Donald Trump. <laughs> can you imagine? <laughs> You've got Kanye and I've got Donald. <laughs> our inner our inter squad meetings would be. Phenomenal. <laughs> be off the rails. No, uh, this is a guy I, I kind of I toyed with picking first overall. To be honest with you, um, wow. The reason I didn't is because he just kind of he kind of gives boring a little bit, um, but I think he he also gives stable, super creative, a genius, uh, uh, and, and a part of the greatest TV comedy in in history. It's John Krasinski. <sighs> I don't like your pick. You don't like the Krasinski pick. I think that was a throwaway, man. Really? John I think Krasinski? you could have done better. I Look, feel like Krasinski and I would be best friends. Shaq at five 100%, was incredible. 100% I don't, feel like we would be best friends. Is he going to steal the show? No, but I've got Shaq. I've got, I've got Ryan Reynolds. I got Paul Rudd. Do you have do you have some honorable mentions? Some guys that you thought about? Well, I, I just want to uh, throw I one more piece into this. I wanted I want to do team moms. Team moms. Okay, but do they have to be like mom, mom no. age or no? Like, it's a team just like, mom. Just like or is it is it team mom or is it like tomboy chick that's part of the squad? No, team mom. This is the one that's gonna. Like She's, Angela Lansbury, like uh, rest in peace. 
We're not ben saying White? any names. Rest in peace. Okay. It, but it's team mom. She's in charge of snacks. washing the uniforms, snacks, uh, setting up birthday parties, um, making arrangements for Man. transportation. Okay. okay. That changes my mindset. And I will let you have the pick for team mom. Gosh, I might need to, do you have it? Do you have somebody in mind already? Yeah, but I want to get it. I got, well, I got is, nobody though. So mine is so good. I do, I want to give you the chance to steal it. I don't want you to feel like I'm taking advantage of you because it gosh. was my idea. Gosh, yeah. that's wow. No. Um, While you're doing that, I'll talk about some honorable mentions that were left off of my list. Uh, I have three of them. I, I'm okay. surprised at myself for not putting Eminem on this list. Really? I was surprised. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would have, I was toying with Michael B. Jordan instead of Kendrick Lamar. Mm, I'm glad you went with Kendrick. I think that's a better choice. Yeah, me too. Uh, I also think that I would have said um, another viable candidate for this, just t- to make it hilariously funny, would have been Donald Trump. I think that would have been a hilarious addition to this particular have. squad. Um, okay, I've I've got my mom. I've got my mom. Do you have your mom? I, I wonder if it's who you were gonna say. I hope it's not. I'm giving you the opportunity. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna either either this is who you were gonna say or you're gonna hate me for this pick. Yeah, I know. The team mom. Yep. For the Shelton squad. By the way, there's only one right answer. It's Chris Jenner. Yes. Yes. Oh no! Yes. That was the entire point of this exercise. Yes. I should have. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. There's. There's no one better. Right answer. Kim, you're doing amazing, sweetie. Like, there's no one better. I just wanted her to be. I just wanted her to be back on Kanye's team. Yeah, that's fair. I'm willing to make a trade if you've got. I mean, if you've got somebody that you're thinking like, man, I I really need Chris. I. I'm open. I'm open. Well, I have a I have a solid backup because I need somebody who is just as crazy, just as obsessive, um, somebody who is just as annoying, and somebody that just as many people don't like her, but she's still a rock star at her job. Uh, and for me, that's that's pretty easy. I mean, who else could you think of other than Team Mom? Kamala Harris. <laughs> Here's the thing. I legitimately considered <laughs> Michelle Obama before I thought about before I thought about Chris Jenner. And and if if this was a 10-person draft, Barack's probably going on my he's, team. he's going in there. He's definitely He's a top 10 team. guy for me. I've just always said, I've said this for, for years, like <laughs> politics aside, Barack Obama is like the guy who you want to date his daughter in high school. Just like, because he seems so cool. Yeah, easily. I mean, I, but he's also the president. So that's fair. That way, I, I mean, say, even if he wasn't the president, like just, I feel like I'd want to go to like, Hang out at a girl's house. So I can shoot hoops yeah. in the in the driveway with oh, yeah. Dad Barry. You know what I mean? Yeah. My my third cool. my third honorable mention was going to be W. Um, yeah, W's I, great. 
I think he would have been a good time too. But, I'm a big W. I'm a big W fan. I really so, am. So let's just let's just run through these again, just for our listeners. If anybody is still listening at this point in the show, I'm I'm getting geared up. I could give you five more picks now that we're into it. I, I I'm I'm I don't I think I'm a little picked out here, but uh, so your team is Ryan Reynolds, Kendrick Lamar, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd, Shaquille O'Neal. With honorable mention or sixth man John Krasinski, and your team mom is Christian. <laughs> it's so good. That's so good. Versus Charles Barkley, Samuel L. Jackson, Kanye West, Matthew McConaughey, Will Ferrell, Dave Chappelle, Kamala Harris. That's super. That's that's bizarre. <laughs> I don't know how. I don't know how that's going to work for you. I don't know. I don't know how we got this. We're going to have to find a, some moving parts. Well, Kamala will, will just laugh at everybody. I also considered <laughs> Rand, I considered Randall Park uh, for an Asian representation. Randall Park. Oh. Are you familiar with Randall Park? Is that the crazy rich Asians guy? I don't know if he's in crazy rich Asians. I think everybody oh. who's Asian said crazy rich Asians, but he's a cool oh, guy. I just stereotyped a whole bunch of people that I uh, yeah. Yeah, DJ Khaled was also uh, an option for me. Oh man! Just I want people to know where my thought process was. Jason Momoa nah. thought about that. Oh, uh, he would have been a good one. I, I thought about a lot. Robert Downey Jr. I thought about. I him. thought about Brad Pitt. I did too. I thought about Michael Sarah just because I was really Ooh. into those those movies yeah, at the time. That, that would have been a good one. Uh, yeah, Andy Samberg, another one. I just I thought maybe it's would really be cool. I mean, these are all guys who, I mean, they, they're my B team, to be honest with you. Sure. Um, I mean, I just, whatever, like they take them or leave them. Tom Hiddleston, Loki. I, I thought know. that might be cool. I don't know who that um, is. I, I considered Keanu for a hot minute. Uh, Keanu, refused, Keanu's a really cool dude. Here's who I think would be in my, and maybe this is next episode, like who would be in your enemy squad? Mm. Like who are the guys that like absolutely you don't want on, like they would be your mortal enemies. I think we have a high topic. school. I, th- I think we have a, a draft for our next show. Hundred percent. Tune in Harry Styles. next time. God, He's it's got pretty much honest. all of One Direction for me. John Legend. I freaking I can't stand John Legend. Pete um, Davidson. Oh, let's Devin let's not Booker. do this. Yeah. Oh, Devin Booker. Yeah, we're gonna get carried away with this. This is. All right. I'm, this is, I'm looking forward to this. Time. It's gonna be great. This was a this was a great episode. It's good to be back on. It is good to be back. Are we gonna do this next week or the week after? I think or? we should. I think we should try and do it next Thursday. Uh, yeah. All right, I'm down. I'm down. All right. Well, may uh, if you've listened this days. far, we really appreciate it, guys. Thank you, and don't forget you can always follow me at the Hailstone. You can follow Stephen at Stephen Shelton. Uh, follow the show, the two Stevens, uh, and you can email us at email us at the Stephen and Stephen Show at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe and tell us how good we're doing. Um, we take tips and feedback, but we prefer the tips. And sure. that, that's the end of it. So till next time. Okay, bye.